Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Nanny Chats, where we provide you with answers to common and uncommon questions, but more importantly, solutions, so that you can work this profession, honey, and not let it work you. Let's hop in. This month, we are sharing about nanny horror stories. This one in particular is near and dear to my heart, y'all. This episode is called Nightmare on Nanny Street. Because, child, if I could have predicted what a crazy situation this would have turned out to be, I don't know if I would have went forth with it. (laughs) All right, so let me provide you with a little bit of context before we get started. I, at the time, had been nannying about seven years or so. I am a California native. And so I'm a city girl. I'm a beach girl and I'm a city girl. And I wanted to move to New York. I had visited maybe one time prior and romanticized about New York. I just, I loved every bit about it. And so I wanted to move there. Uh, I had about $200 to my name (laughs) when I decided to move. Yes, you heard right, $200. (laughs) That's a different story for a different time. And uh, if you write a review, go ahead and add if that's something you want me to talk about a little later on. But back to the story. I was just, I was excited. I was young and thriving and ready to go. And there was nothing that was going to stop me from getting to this city. So there were a few misconceptions that I had about nannying in general. Even with the amount of experience that I had, I had some really incredible families that I worked with in California. uh, But not all of the families that I worked with were extremely long term. And I was just so eager as a career nanny, like I wasn't going to go work in some other career path. This was what I loved and am passionate about. And so I wanted a family where I could last five, ten years and essentially just (laughs) transition into my own uh, family and et cetera. But I wasn't really finding that. And I had a feeling I was like, is it the environment? Is it that we're in Hollywood? Maybe maybe families have different expectations. Like I just did not know and could not connect the dots. But for whatever reason, I had met a few different nannies in New York who had so much longevity. They had been in their roles for five, ten years, and they really were treated like family. So my little bright-eyed self decided, I'm going to move to New York. That'll be my life, right? And that is where, insert the naivete. But anywho, I hit the pavement running as soon as I touched down to the concrete jungles where dreams are made of, y'all. And I just want to point out that when you desire to move to a big city like California or New York City and uh, you want to work with the family, oftentimes because San Francisco and L.A. and these sorts of areas typically have a large pool of nannies that they can choose from it is likely that they are not going to relocate you and so that's why I took it upon myself to relocate myself find housing and etc because I just felt like it was worth it in order to 
up obtain the six figure high profile or upper high net worth clientele that I was looking to work with at the time. So I interviewed with a few agencies over the phone. And that is also what confirmed that I just needed to move because every agency said, wow, you have great experience, you have a great resume, but we need to be able to interview you in person because Shortly after interviewing with agencies, they submit you for families. The families reach out and say, hey, we'd like to interview this candidate. And they want to see how you're going to engage with the children and fit in their dynamic. So I applied to every agency known to man. And I got in one in particular that is well known, but very inconspicuous at the same time. So I entered this building where... (laughs) The outside does not look like you are walking into an agency. If anything, it just looks like a different world entirely. I get in and there are placement specialists and it's hustling and bustling. The phones are ringing off the hook because there's lots of families trying to find candidates. Uh, So there's recruiters answering phone calls And there are placement specialists interviewing candidates. And they ask you a slew of questions to to match you as well as possible. So for those of you who are just starting out and have not yet registered with an agency, it typically goes along the lines of this. They will ask you, what are your desires? What would you say is your perfect family if you had a perfect family? We know that none of us are perfect, and so um, that's uh, essentially impossible. Um, But you get my drift. They screen you, and they go down a checklist of, are you okay with light or heavy housekeeping? Uh, Can you cook? What age groups of children do you enjoy working with? What type of education do you have? Uh, are you open to travel? Do you have a passport? What type of hours do you want? Do you want benefits? <laughs> are you okay if the job doesn't offer benefits? So I think you're sort of kind of getting the picture, right? I'll move on. So I walk out of the office and I am met with a recruiter who says, I just got off the phone with a family paying six figures. All right, check that off the list. Based in New York and spends about 20% of their time traveling to New Hampshire. And they're like, are you interested? And I'm like, say less, say less. So (laughs) now I pack up my bags and I head on down to New Hampshire. I was sold on the fact that it was a six-figure opportunity to begin with, but usually with these sorts of opportunities, and it isn't always the case, but it was it was matched with dental, vision, insurance, health insurance, a 401k, and I mean, you know, maybe a spot in the wheel. <laughs> no, but anything that I desired, it was up for negotiation. So I jumped at the opportunity and I went. Let me just remind you all and highlight the fact that 
the way the position was offered was eight, 80% in New York, based in New York, remember? And 20% in New Hampshire. And for a city girl, I know that New Hampshire is steeped in the wilderness and the elements and it's just a different lifestyle in general. And I was happy to have this new adventure, especially if it wasn't a place that I was going to be spending the majority of my time. So there's that. (laughs) So I arrived to this compound and I am met with acres and acres and acres of land. (sighs) There are literally three homes on this property. There's a main house, there's a gigantic guest house, and there is an apartment that was split between myself and another co-nanny. There, we were both there because there were two children and we were assigned to both of these, um, one, one child per nanny. So when I arrived, they show me around the property Uh, They show me how far the apartment is from the main house. And just think of like a, if anyone's ever been to California, you know that you need a car here, period. Like nobody, (laughs) for the most part, you're not trying to walk down the street because our blocks are long. So just imagine a very long block. That is the dirt road that I had to walk in order to get from my apartment to the main house every single day. And initially, at first sight, you know, you know, this isn't too bad in the daytime. But it was at night, y'all, that got me. So you had to have brought a flashlight (laughs) to see anything at this point. Amidst the dirt road next to our apartment, my dad boss divulges that he has seen a few coyotes and a couple of bears and so (laughs) I was like bears like (laughs) plural okay okay so you know I'm trying to stay composed and I'm like okay and they're so nonchalant about it they're like, you know, don't worry about it. We spotted some bears and coyotes there the other night. And you know what we'll do? We'll just take our four-wheelers. We'll drive around and we'll scare them with the flashlight. We'll just shoo them away. And so I'm thinking to myself, in the words of the good, good Jasmine Sullivan, I'm not scared of lions and tigers and bears. But wait, I am though. (laughs) So there I was in the boonies where gun loving, four wheel driving, animal hunting people resided and my peace was disturbed. And I did forget to mention, right? Did, Did I forget to mention that we're spending 80% of our time in New Hampshire and only 20% of our time in the Big Apple. Needless to say, this wasn't quite the city life experience I was clear with the agency upon desiring. 
And the one time we did visit New York, we visited their extended family. And throughout this time, the parents exhibited some behaviors that were red flags for me. There was a lot of paranoia, considering that they're really big news watchers. And essentially, in short... People around us always felt like there was going to be an attack of some sort or <sighs> y'all, I don't, I don't know. I'm not in their mind, but they essentially thought that we were going to be in some sort of danger and often, even though there was no criminal activity that I was aware of anyway, that, or any type of, you know, danger. I thought we were in, but I didn't want any involvement. <laughs> and so for me, that was just a bit much, um, the anxiety and et cetera. Fast forward, and I just kept thinking to myself, like, wow, this agency embellished this opportunity in order to receive their commission. In short, I was a bright-eyed and eager little gal who came at this experience with rose-colored glasses and I'll, I would have noticed the red flags if I wasn't so engulfed in and, and so eager to obtain a six-figure opportunity and be a part of this life and etc right so yeah guys here at Nanny Chats, we wouldn't be a helpful crew or community if we did not leave you with some solutions, right? There are so many takeaways that come from this story, but I will leave you with three. The first one is this, ciao. If you are anything like me and you end up with them bears, just know you can always leave. But I am a big proponent of leaving well and professionally. Let me say this again for context. I'm a woman from California, which is in a beach city at that. And the extent of the wilderness and wild animals is a possum. <laughs> Not two bears chilling at your window and a couple coyotes roaming around looking like they hungry. So that's number one. Reach into your nanny toolbox, write out a letter in order to decline the offer and just make sure that you represent yourself well and the agency. And I think what is one of the biggest takeaways for me was I knew that this was I knew that this was a large account. I knew that the agency was going to be receiving a very large commission for this and it wasn't I was so I was honestly afraid. I was afraid to disappoint the family because I liked them, they liked me. I was afraid to disappoint the agency because now they're going to have to find another candidate. And thirdly, I was afraid ultimately that this agency in particular would not work with me any longer and that they would 
basically shun me (laughs) and that happened it did it happened where they didn't take my calls anymore they did not um they no longer wanted to represent me but I learned very quickly that opportunities they will keep coming even if it's not from that agency in particular the opportunities they're endless so if I was a younger nanny coming into this I would just really remember that look (laughs) it is not the end-all be-all and though I have spoken to the younger nanny This is not just for you. This is for the experienced nanny as well, who is getting back into the interviewing phase. And maybe you haven't done it in quite some time and you come across an opportunity that you feel is the ideal or quote unquote, the perfect opportunity. Trust me, the opportunity will come again, sis. I promise. Don't worry. It will come again. So that ran a little long. Number two would be be excited. Be excited about taking risk, moving, and seeing other places and experiencing different things. But don't be so eager to the point that the dollar amount overshadows your judgment or ability to think clearly. Because nothing is worth compromising your safety or your peace of mind. So thirdly, I would say ask questions. And this is mostly for traveling positions. So even though I was in New York, I had to drive from New York to New Hampshire. And there were so many details that the agency did not provide me with prior, be it my hotel and the address for that or if I should expect a stipend and you should expect a stipend for your eating and your room and board and things of that nature if you're not staying with the family um the that was a part of my interview process the first day I stayed at a hotel and then every day after I stayed with the family but I still or I still wasn't aware of like, okay, are they going to compensate me for the rental car? Are they going to, it was so many moving parts. So ask as many questions as possible. Sure, the agency has a responsibility to be discreet about the clients that they represent, but ask them, like, is there anything in particular that I should expect when going to this location? Is there, is is this a formal household? Is this a more down-to-earth household? Like, ask as many questions as you can in order to feel comfortable about this next phase of your trial period. And so, (laughs) y'all, the takeaways are this. Don't be caught slipping. No, I'm playing. (laughs) The takeaways are just make sure that in your nanny career, that you're smart and you don't move hastily about big decisions like moving across the country. (laughs) And I mean, y'all have fun, have fun in y'all's interview process. But that's my story for the nightmare on Nanny Street. That was my personal nightmare. 
because I didn't want to end up with Bambi. That just wasn't, that wasn't my ministry. Next week, we are going to have a special guest. I'm so excited. It's about to go down. You won't want to miss this nanny's horror story. And I would love to hear from you all. Any embarrassing or interesting stories that you might have, tell me about your nanny horror story. And you can reach me in my DMs on Instagram at Nanny Chat. And I hope you enjoyed this episode and that you feel equipped to work this profession, honey, and not let it work you. Till next time.